step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome back to Alliance's Heroes, where heroes in business align. To be part of our super community and find out more about Alliance's, visit www.alliances.com. Well, fantastic. We're back, and we just had on the founder and the CEO of BetterWorks, who can be reached at betterworks.com. He was the CEO of WebEx. And thank you for the feedback we continue to have from having the former NASA administrator for the past three presidents on the Alliances show. So make sure you go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. It is the only place where entrepreneurs align. Well, I got to tell you again, so excited because our next guest, he's done so much. In fact, he started a company that ended up, the co-founder that ended up becoming what is known as Alexa today. And welcome to the show, Igor Yablakov, who could be reached at Pryron.com. That's P-R-Y-O-N.com because he is the founder and the CEO of it. All right. I want to know about AI and how all this fits into uh, Pryron. Yeah, so Pryon, uh, funny enough, it was the code name of the speech engine that became Alexa. So we just ended up reusing it for our, our new site and just people in the know, um, you know, heard, heard this name before. And it's sort of an in-joke because it, it's a misspelling of the uh, prion protein that causes mad cow disease. So it's a, it's a machine learning joke, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, so tell us about it. I mean, I, I, I've seen uh, some of it. Uh, I've read about it and that. I think I, what I'd like to do is focus on something that's uh, true and dear to my heart because I was in the industry of it, uh, is the mm -hmm. caregiver aspect of it. So talk to us right. about what it does for that. Yeah, look, I mean, we made an announcement in the springtime when uh, the, the virus was uh, hitting at, at first. So we moved everything aside and started working with another Intel Capital-backed company uh, called K4 Connect. And I first met their founder uh, when we were both e uh, entrepreneurs in residence as, at Blackstone. And he's an inspiring guy um, who um, uh, actually uh, ran the company that invented the Touch ID sensor. They were Apple's uh, only publicly traded company that they ended up acquiring. Uh, and, and he's just doing a fantastic job birthing this platform for senior living communities. And, and so when this pandemic hit, there was a drastic need to get just-in-time intelligence to all of their caregivers uh, throughout their sites. So we moved heaven and earth in order to blend that content into their consoles for all of the nurses, the doctors, and other folks that are, that are in those uh, environments. Uh, so that was just a great use of AI. Tell us about, yeah, tell us more about the AI aspect and also to specifically what Pryron is. Yeah, so um, look, even even since my days at IBM, and I know we, we uh, in some cases may have even worked in similar environments, right? Since my time there, since the last uh, startup that Amazon acquired, which was the first uh, cloud-based AI company, 
I've always been fascinated with getting knowledge to people as fast as possible. So the fastest thing, the highest bandwidth thing that you have is your ability to speak and hear. That's it. There's nothing faster than that. This is why as children, it's the first thing that we do. And so I was always fascinated with speech recognition, reducing friction between people and knowledge. Um, that's what I wanted to do at IBM. That's what I wanted to do with the last startup. And now over 100 million plus of you have have this physical device sitting in your kitchens that can do just that. But I also knew that this was going to come um, to you at work. And so we founded this company in order to figure out what does knowledge management mean for the enterprise and why hasn't been getting stymied so far. One of the great, um, I think, ways of thinking about why AI is important into the enterprise um, is understanding uh, customer relationship management software in the past. You know, there, there were lots of failed implementations of things like Siebel in these enterprises. Why? Because it was on-premises, it was huge uh, software, very expensive, needed a lot of services. And then you had people like Benioff come in with Salesforce and, and completely disrupt uh, that market. Why? It was faster, better, cheaper. And so when I think about knowledge management, many companies, you know, were trying to buy big things. They were trying to, you know, grow their own um, uh, capabilities. And, and really, just like cloud was the linchpin technology that solved the CRM problem, AI is going to be the, the, the linchpin uh, technology that will solve knowledge management for work. Where do you see the, the future of the AI is just as it gets more smarter and technology gets faster and faster with it, uh, how do you see things developing? Because I, I mean, right, just within the past nine months, how fast technology has taken place of everything. Yeah, look, at work, it's, it's, um, it's, it's this thing. If we lost all electricity in our companies, our companies would still operate. You know why? Because it, uh, humans are actually at the core of, of these workflows, right? We, we can take a pen and paper and still run our companies if we had to. Will it be as efficient? Absolutely not. Will we generate as much revenue? Absolutely not. But the company would still work. Why? Because humans are at the center of it. So we envision augmented intelligence, right? Where humans are still fundamental part of workflows. But the, but the companies that are going to win, survive and thrive over the course of this ne next decade are the ones that are, gonna, that are going to figure out how to take the best of humans and the best of machines and then blend them uh, together in that augmentation. The second thing, the second big issue with AI is there's not enough data scientists to go around. You know, only the biggest of tech companies can afford, you know, departments full of uh, AI scientists uh, and engineers, the Googles, the Facebooks, uh, the Microsofts, so on and so forth. And so we have to democratize access to AI in order to activate your workforce, whether they're in the mailroom all the way up to the C-suite. That's the second thing. And the third thing that Benioff did uh, rather well with Salesforce is he didn't come in and say, hey, you can activate your whole enterprise with this. You can start at an individual level, at a department level, workgroup level, and then eventually you can land and expand and then activate the rest of your enterprise when you're ready, not when the tech uh, uh, company is ready to sell to you. That's amazing. Amazing. And you're listening and watching me, David Kogan, host of the Alliances Hero Show. So make sure you go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. Why? Because it's the only place where entrepreneurs align and that we get to interview and speak with Igor Yabakov, who is co-founder of Alexa and now founder and CEO of Pyron, who can be reached at P-R-Y-O-N.com. 
Uh, Igor, tell us about it though. When you started off um, with it, you got the initial seed round of a four and a half million dollars. Uh, how did you go about, you know, we, we get a lot of questions we have a lot of startups that listen here uh, and watch of getting people to actually believe in what they've got. And are there any of those key magic words that one should use? I don't think so. I think the late comedian Gary Shandling uh, told other uh, aspiring and up and coming comedians that there is no shortcut to comedy. So I don't I don't think there's a shortcut to fundraising or, or developing your company. I think absolutely you're going to hear a lot of rejection. So you have to believe your idea from the inside out. Uh, and if you do, you're, you're going to be able to handle the rejection. And instead of being um, uh, perturbed by it or annoyed by it, you're going to take it, you know, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an ability to have self-reflection and adapt and say, hey, even these people that, that don't quite see what I see, they're giving me feedback. Let me take it back to the team, adapt, figure out, you know, um, you know where it doesn't quite fit. And over time, it's, it's a highly iterative process. That's how product market fit works. Now, one of the things that we did do, though, to stack the deck is, you know, our first investor was an applied AI fund. So they had lots of intuition about taking AI and turning it into something real that people in, in business can consume. Uh, you know, another investment group, you know, had many uh, key Fortune 500 companies that are their limited partners. Um, um, and as a result, we were able to quickly advance product market fit with them by talking to the innovation officers of either of those companies. So those are some quick things that you can do to stack the tech, which is get close to people that understand your tech well and get close to people that could eventually become your customers. And that way, you're not trying to stumble and figure that out in year five. You're doing it from day uh, day one. Now, you also, too, worked at IBM. We have something in common. I worked there, too. Uh, tell me about what you feel that you've learned from IBM that you brought over to now uh, Pryron. Yeah, one of the one of the great things is it was a global business, right? So to not just have an America uh, America centric view of technologies, but also to think about how would it work in Europe, how would it work in Asia, how would it work in Africa? That you know, for that experience, I'm really thankful. Um, now they tend to take a big enterprise view of things, and they don't tend to consumerize technology and make it so it's consumable by an individual, right? So that's um, uh, that's something that they haven't quite figured out. You know, they tend to, you know, typically sell to the biggest of enterprises. And so I was fascinated, um, you know, to bring this to everybody. And the way to do that at times is, is to become an entrepreneur, to spin out uh, and um, uh, and just get, get to work, right? Because we saw, uh, we called this market early. We knew that the way um, that AI would be cracked is with cloud computing. It was still relatively early to do that in 2006. And so you had to leave, get venture funding and, and, and start addressing it yourself then. We've got a little less than about a minute uh, so left. And I think it's important to ask is, is again, you've created something that a co-founder that became Alexa, household name. I mean, everybody in the world knows it. What about young young engineers now in college that are like, they want to make their mark. They're studying nonstop, working, getting straight A's, taking classes, all the engineering, everything of that. What things can they do um, to be able to increase their odds of being able to leave their mark in the world like you have? Well, I, I, I think in some ways it's um, 
uh, half of it is vision, strategy, execution. The other half is just dumb luck at times. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure many uh, entrepreneurs that you've interviewed here talked about how much luck played into it as well. But I, I have to say, luck comes with a work ethic, right? If you're constantly going out and meeting new people, talking to customers, partners, look, I get inspired by talking to five-year-olds about this technology and 95-year-olds. You know, how would you do this better? What's some of the things and use cases that are important to you? How does this technology stymie your ability to, uh, to use it? And so I think being open to lots of folks, get internships in your field, go work in some of these big companies, just like you and I have uh, in, in the past. They, they really help um, you know, build up our subject matter expertise so that by the time you encounter investors that could back you, you know, you're considered somebody that has a unique perspective on what the future of work would look like. Excellent. Well, I love it. And I like luck. Good luck to all and stuff of that. Well, Igor, you've created something that changed lives, made access to information easier. That's what it's all about. And that's a hero. Igor Jablakov, co-founder of the technology company that became Alexa, now CEO and founder of Chiron. He can be reached at dryon.com. This has been David Kogan with the Alliance of Heroes Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.